Hey there, everybody. How you doing? I'm back. No, it's me, Josh. Jordan's with me. This is the Birds at Bush. Let's get to it. Sorry about last week, first off, before we do our question. Um, I was in the middle of a huge thunderstorm in the middle of rural Missouri and lost power about, I don't know, what, 15 minutes before we were supposed to get on. So my apologies for not being here last week. Uh, Jordan did a great job while I was gone. Thanks for covering. Uh, what's your question, buddy? So we can uh, we're gonna we're gonna take it back to like childhood times. Uh, granted, I'm still I'm still partaking and watching these because I love them to death. Favorite animated movie, and not just favorite, the best animated movie. Oh, see, that's two different things for me. Uh, like, how far? Hold on, how far back are we go into childhood here? However far you want. See, uh, that, you that. can say Snow White. I'm gonna give you a list because I'm gonna like go through my timeline here. So, like, growing up when I was little, my favorite yeah, Disney movie was Aladdin. Yeah, I loved Aladdin. I loved the story. Well, that movie is amazing. The graphics. Movie. Great when I was a kid because I was born in the 80s, late 80s. Um, animated. I was big on Lion King, but not nearly as big as Aladdin. Lion King rocks. I'm trying to think of things that aren't Disney for when I was a kid. Ha, that's good. that's a tough one. Oh, for me, it well, is. Because Pixar came out right as I was becoming a teenager. Well, Pixar's Disney now. Well, yeah, now. But when I was a kid, it wasn't. <laughs> so, I mean... Until Steve Jobs sold it. <laughs> yeah. I, dude, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a big... An, I was never big animated, so... I liked more cartoons like than I did animated movies. Movies I liked to be real. So I'm sorry I don't have a great question or a great answer for that. What? Question. What then? What, then what cartoon did you like? Dude, I was big in the. So I was Spider Man. I was. We had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when I was a kid. Um, Rocco's Modern Life on Nickelodeon. Which one's your favorite? Uh, dude, that's. Which 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 one's your favorite in, uh, turtle? Oh, Raphael. Gotta be Mikey. Mikey's the funny. Raphael's Raphael is my favorite. I identified with his hot headed attitude when I was a kid, so he was my favorite. Well, I, I'm I'm a huge fan of the uh, comic series where they are basically all dead except Raphael, and he turns into like the Ronin character. I've heard about this. Murders really people. Well, murders bad guys. He's like vicious. I'll be down with that. What's it, it called? Is, it's intense. It's a it's a great comic series. It's a DC comic. It's a DC comic. So, um, hang on. is that what the new video games are? The first issue. I mean, have you seen that there's a new video game coming? I out? think it is. Because I know yeah, it's about yeah. I think, a turtle I think by it's surrounded by the Ronin character. Okay. I heard it's also yeah, going to be an adult it's, game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, Ra it's Raphael. 
The last Ronin. Wait, wait. No, it's not Raphael. It's Michelangelo. What? Yeah, Michelangelo becomes uh, the Ronin because Donatello, Raphael, and Leonardo and Master Splinter were all killed by the Foot Clan. Oh, they're going to have to explain that. Because that just doesn't make sense. The foot oh, was well, never that dude, strong. Dude. The, the, well, I mean, I mean, anybody is weak when they're asleep. Everybody's weak when they're caught off guard. It all depends on how somebody died, uh, how somebody attacks you. But no, uh, it's the last Ronin. All right. Well, I, I saw that was coming, and I, I don't have a PS5, so I doubt I'll get to play it. So if anybody has a PS5, they want to ship me with the game so I can just play through it, I'll send it back, I promise. Um, hey, hey, I have, I have a PlayStation 5. I can just FedEx it to you. That'll work, dude. Or when I come to Indiana, we can meet someone. <laughs> and then when I come back, I'll bring oh, it back absolutely. To you. Uh, you know, that's fine. Uh, if I beat it, Take your time with it. <laughs> cool. Sounds good. I'll, I'll, I'll ask for it back when uh, the DLCs start dropping. That won't be long. <laughs> no. But uh, my favorite animated uh, TV show is obviously SpongeBob. Obviously. Of course. Yeah. The greatest, the greatest cartoon ever created. Uh, Rick and Morty's up there. Oh, Rick and Morty's Rick and Morty and Family Guy are something that I enjoy now. Rick, Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty has me dying. Me, me and my wife, we uh, whenever we're want to watch, uh, want to watch Rick and Morty, I always say like, pick a number one through five. She picks a number, one through twelve. That's the episode we watch. <laughs> there, there you go. That's a good one. That's such, a good way to do it. It's such a good show. Um, what other uh, animated show is there? Uh, shoot. I mean, some people like Let's Bob's Burgers. Bob Burgers kind of sucks, in my opinion. I, find, yeah, I'm not I don't a fan like of it. I like dry humor, but it's just not my cup of tea. No, but I mean, who doesn't like Family Guy? Family Guy's uh, a classic. I mean, I like American Dad. Good morning, USA. Yep. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Oh, you know what? Another one from when I was a teenager. Hold on. Futurama was really good. And the Futurama is good. I could never get into Futurama. What? I tried. But you know what Comedy Central show I loved? Oh, well, not loved. Me. South Park. South Park. Oh, jeez. That's really Bro. Bro. I just won South Park is... last night. That show is I, I watch it still. I don't know why I said I used to. That show's so bad. <laughs> it's, it's funny because you know what? It, it's just funny because they make fun of current situations. I'm just gonna say that. And, and and they make and they make fun of uh they make fun of everybody though. That's the thing. Not everybody. a single like like one like their biggest running joke is the Jew joke. And one of the creators is a Jew. That's the thing. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. And, and, it's, and it's hilarious. Holds Everybody's fair game. To them. Right. Freaking love it. Uh, no, South Park has to be up there. They've been 
they're uncancelable. You can't cancel them. No, you can't. Because they'll make if somebody tried to cancel South Park, South Park would cancel the canceling. Yeah. Because they would make fun of they, it in their own show. <laughs> right. I mean, so that's why you, you can't even go after South Park. So Yeah, and no, it'll, no, it, so. it won't end until the, those two guys are gone. And, and so I'm, we've and got I'm, 30 more years. And unfortunately, <laughs> I can't quote anything on this podcast of theirs because oh, it's just it's not appropriate. Not. But yeah. no, that, that show that show's great. They and have then a also video Toy, game. Toy Story's good too. Well, yeah, Toy Story was definitely up there for that type of movie. Um, I used to um, I used to get on a couch and uh, jump off of it and say to infinity and beyond and just belly flop on the floor over and over again. Nope. <laughs> uh, I would have my uh, I would have my uh, my Buzz Lightyear outfit, my costume on, jump off the couch to infinity and beyond, and then pop. Nope. So I was too old for that. I was a mega fan of Toy Story. The first one was see, really, really. Good. I will still watch Toy Story by myself. Hell, I, hell, I watch uh, Moana by myself. Love that movie. Absolutely obsessed Mo- with that movie. Moana is the last good thing. Love that movie. That Moana's movie is so good. Frozen. Uh, well, no, I agree with it, but Frozen's fire. Frozen one and two is really good. Frozen has some good songs. Frozen two has some, some bops stuff. on it, though. I just know. Well. I, I actually I like Frozen. Frozen one and two are good. Moana's better though. Moana's, Moana's great. Moana's great. But, like I hope my daughters right. like Moana. It's a Disney oh. movie I could I could deal with in repetition. Oh, it's so good. My wife's tired of it. Cause there was a stint where I would just have it on just watching it. <laughs> I don't know. No, nope. I love nope. I love that movie. One of one of my uh, one of the songs on it is always on my like end of the year playlist because I listen to it so often. <laughs> how far I'll go, and if I go to a karaoke bar, that's the song I'll sing at the karaoke bar. Oh every man, I would clown I so take, hard. Every trail I track, every path I make, every road. Nope. <laughs> all right, all right, you can stop that. You can stop. <laughs> Everybody loves it. Well, it's because I own it. I like I like put on like a whole I put on like Show. a whole entire like scene. I'm like I'm giving it my all. I'm like behind me. Hey, did you hit go live? Yeah. Okay. Why wouldn't I? It doesn't it doesn't say live on my side. Oh, it says live right here. All right, cool. Just want to make sure. And, and Shane and Shane's participating in the animated talk, but. Let's get to baseball. That, that, what is this podcast called? Birds of Bush. Which means we talk about what? Baseball. And we talk about not the worst team in the NL, but the sixth worst team in the NL. Woo, woo. 
that's the direction we're going already. All right. <laughs> Let's do it. Because, I mean, it's really hard to start. How do you want to start there, man? They've won, they're on a five-game winning streak, and they've won eight of their last ten. Can we give them a little bit of positivity? That is positive. I said we're not the worst team in the NL anymore. We're the sixth worst. Yes. We're going up. There's We're literally trending upward. Yes, we're trending. Okay. No just one just hit a walk-off home run yesterday. Yes, he did. And he's he, a man. All right, let's just talk about it. Cardinals five straight wins. Eight of their last ten. Today they swept the Mar the Marlins. Um, good God, what where was this team been the whole season? Yeah, and, and against against a Marlins team that is currently second in the I would like to say second hardest division in all of baseball. The NL East and then the AL East, I think, are the hardest, two hardest. NL West is close. I was going to say, yeah, the NL West is close, but I would agree with you. I'd say the East Because the Mar- the Marlins are, expe- right are exceeding expectations like crazy right now. That pitching staff is ridiculous. Yeah, they have- even with Alcantara not pitching well this year. All, all their young arms. And then they just they just demoted one of their uh, hot arms, Yuri Perez. Yep. Because somebody else is coming back from injury who is better. I mean, the the, Mar- the Marlins are not a team that, like, if we would have beat them last year, we played against the Nationals and Marlins. Okay. Nationals, we should beat them in a series. The Marlins – I was expecting to lose the series. My expectations aren't great on this team. It's not the positivity with it is really hard, but we swept them, which is a great sign because we play against the Cubs. We play four straight against the Cubs uh, and Wrigley, which I like personally. I like our odds. I think we might take like three of one. The game that Justin Steele pitches, I think he pitches Friday. Yeah, but we ate him up last time. Okay, all right. All right, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So my dad and I do not understand this. Why do the Cardinals play against Cy Young pitchers so well? Like like Cy Young, really good pitchers, top-tier pitchers, aces. We play against them so well, but then everybody else we're not good against. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I think they're, to some extent, they play to the level of their competition. And when they play down, they play too far down and they get smoked. And when they play the good teams, they show that they can run with the good teams and they're a better team than what they performed this year. That's why this season is so frustrating. We know this team is way better than what they are, have been this year. It's just like everybody has had a down year. Arnado's hot right now, yes, but he's had a down year on a personal level and if you look at his career numbers. Goldschmidt's not having back-to-back MVP seasons. I mean, he's solid. I mean, I would – I would. there's nobody out there I'd rather have. Like, I'm not going and searching for a first baseman to unload Goldie. So, don't mistake that. But nobody's been great. Flaherty hasn't been any good up until the last month and a half. And you know why he's been playing well. Yeah, because he wants to get traded, which is fine. I'm fine with that. Montgomery has had a rough start and has been solid ever since. 
I mean, he's had a bad game here and there, but that happens. Michaelis has been very consistent as of late. So the pitching has finally got on board, but they weren't there all season, and, and we got so deep early that we just weren't able to dig ourselves out of it. And, and the only reason there's an opportunity is because we're in the second weakest division in the entire MLB. Yeah, we are the second weakest. I mean, arguably. The other centrals. The other centrals. The other their, their number one team is a losing record. <laughs> but but uh, the, thing, the thing with the, the Cardinals is that the Reds aren't playing well right now. The Brewers aren't playing well right now. We're the only team that has a winning record within the last 10 games. Um, we, we still have a positive run differential. Mainly because this is like the craziest thing ever. We're a top 10 offense in all of baseball. We are a top 10 offense. It just baffles me. <laughs> Dude, it's and like a basketball consi- team who lives and dies by the three. That's what the Cardinals offense is. When they are right. hot, do they were the best offense in the league. When they're cold, they are ice. Well, and then, and then like you were mentioning before, we had – our studs, Goldie and Arenado, start off slow, and then now they're playing significantly better. Arenado is looking very good. He's he looks like MVP caliber player. He, right he's now. looking. He looks great. And no, he is not getting traded. People took that. They 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 took what he said totally wrong. He doesn't I even don't want to leave. They want. They wanted. They wanted a story out of it. Yeah, because <laughs> he said. Because it's true. It's a business. I if I got traded, I got traded. I I get it. I get what he means by that. But Moe's basically already said that, uh, and he came out and said it. Walker is not isn't untouchable. He's untouchable, and so is Goldie and Arnold and Newt Bar. Did he say Newt Bar's untouchable? Hmm. He's been have he's he's having a career year. He, in my of, opinion, he's underperforming, and that's because I had a really high expectation. No, out of, no, out of out of what he's done in his career, this is his best season. Yeah, but it's still not to the level that the expectations were for him this year. Right. Right. I mean, the average isn't there. I mean, he's good at getting on base, but he, I mean, defensively, he's had more miscues than I anticipated, to be honest. Um, especially after how well he played in the WBC. The bat's not what it was in the W. And that's the problem. He played out of his, I think we saw his pinnacle at the WBC. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is, he's got it. He's unlocked the cheat code, he's ready to go. And, and we haven't seen that at all this year. We've seen it in spurts, short spurts, but I think that's what got me with him, which is why I'm a little disappointed. Well, what, from what – so so do you listen to Mookie, Mookie Betts' podcast on Bleacher Report? No. It's fire. It's, it's really good. But, um, but he said that the level of play during the WBC was elevated. Everybody was playing significantly harder than they ever have. So that could have been it because of the situation. Because you're hyped. You want to win for your country. I want to win for Japan. 
I'm going to play my ass off every single one of these games. It's hard to do that in the MLB because you don't have those crowds like they do in Japan. So, I mean, that that's that I, that's the perspective I'm taking it. But I still I still agree with you. The expectations that we had on Lars were very high because we saw nothing but amazing from him from the WBC, and we also saw nothing but great things uh, from him during the off season when it comes down to tra- uh, practicing with Nolan and living with his family. So I don't know. I I don't know why he's an untouchable. We should really only have three untouchables. Who else? My five untouchables yeah. would be Arenado. Okay. Walker. Okay. Win. Oh, oh, I was going based off of the current roster. I wasn't going based off of uh Sorry. My oh. Fault. My fault. Then, yeah, maybe three or four. Okay. My apologies. Yeah. Yeah. Because if we're going, if we're going based off of the farm system, Hints is not getting traded. Uh, Wynn is not getting traded. Would Graceffa? Graceffa would be. I would, I would say Davis is. Untouchable. Who is? Davis. Oh, the new guy? Yeah, our first round pick. All right, let's let's talk about him. I saw I saw people on social media and on Bleacher Report hate that pick for some reason. Do you do you see, see do you do you see why you don't like it? Why they don't like it? Well, so here's my problem. I haven't heard anybody say they did like it. All I've heard is great things and how the Cardinals scored. Uh, stay off of Bleach Report. <laughs> well, no, I need to go to Bleach Report then and, and look what somebody else is saying because I've. That's why I'm like, well, he must be untouchable because everything I've heard is the man. Awesome. The man. The man. Like, have you have you seen like his like swing? Yeah, it looks good. It look it looks really good to it, me. It it look it looks nothing sexier than Ken Griffey Jr. swing. Nothing. Nothing in this world is ever going to be that sexy. But there's a little sprinkle up there because he like the way that he lets go of the bat whenever it's like a okay, that, home run. Oh, yeah. Chef's kiss. Again, I'm going to reiterate. There is no swing in baseball history sexier than Ken Griffey Jr. And I think Josh can agree with that. I mean, yeah, he's definitely up there. There's there's a couple of the swings I really, 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 really like, but you know, Griffey's definitely, you know, the model. Oh yeah, yeah. You want to be like Ken Griffey. So, um, but no, Chase uh, Chase Davis. Yeah, he's he's a stud. I'm a huge fan of his. Is that his name, Chase? Yeah, Chase. I know the last name is Davis. The first name starts with C. I wasn't sure if it was Chris or not. Okay, or I think it's Chase. I it think might it's be Chase. Chase, though. Yeah. But but no, um, I would think that he'd be untouchable. Um, her is it? Her, Cooper Herpy, Jerpy, Chirpy, Jerpy. The H is silent, so that's okay. why it's H J E R P E. Okay. So is he untouchable? 
Because so, this this has been the downside. Our minor league pitchers, except Tink, have been not that great. Number wise. Well, all the ones we had that were great, we traded away. We kept all the risk. Hey, 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 hey! We're not going to talk about losing out on Gallon and Alcantara. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, shoot, where was I going to go with that? No, I mean, about, I think yeah. the guys we're talking about right now that we're saying are untouchable in our opinion. There is, there's a trade out there where I'm okay giving these guys up or some of these guys up, but that trade's not going to happen, so I'm not worried about it. <laughs> That's why I'm saying they're untouchable. Um, because if you have the opportunity to go out and trade for Babe Ruth, you go trade what you need to get the ba- to, so you can have Babe Ruth. So Shohei Otani? Yeah. Because he's basically a better version of Babe Ruth? Um, okay, so you say that, and I think you have an unfounded argument because he has like one more, like he has one less pitching strikeout, and I think the rest of the numbers are almost identical. And the hitting number, I think he had one more strikeout and one less home run at this point in his career with the same numbers. That's wild. Yeah. So I think you need to pull back on how much better you think he is than Babe Ruth. I uh, think it's because you're seeing it in real time. It's more impressive. I, again, so I've, I've, I'm with you there. We, we've never seen anything like this. We haven't. Yeah. People have. He, he, he leads the league in home runs and lead the league in triples as a pitcher. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's he, he's, the, he's the only real baseball player in hey. baseball. I, I saw I saw I saw a uh, AL MVP race uh, the MVP race on Instagram. It had on the NL side Ronald Acuna, Corbin Carroll, Mookie Betts, uh, um, and uh, Luis Rob- uh, Robert, and somebody else. And then you swipe to the AL side: Shohei Otani, Shohei Otani, Shohei Otani, <laughs> Shohei Otani. <laughs> well, because. I mean- it's it's his. And then watch, watch. He gets traded to an NL team at the uh, trade deadline. Ron Acuna's uh, MVP's gone. Yeah, he would get host. He would get that host would, that, and he deserves it. <laughs> it'd be, but, sh- yeah, don't even huh? see that scenario. That'd be funny, though. That'd oh, be it'd nice be hilarious, but I want Ronald to win his. He's got plenty of time. He's young. Um, But... but yeah. No, go ahead. No, 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 no. I was I was gonna I was gonna continue on. It's easy to talk about Otani. It is, but we're not here to talk about the MLB. But we, we are the Cardinals. We are. But but so you were talking about adding those prospects. So you could see so what players would you trade away for like a high level uh asset? So the people that are available via trade Shane Bieber um, Aaron Nola as of right now it seems like Otani is uh, Logan Gilbert um, I think Marco Gonzalez is available I can't remember um, Tyler Glass now I those are like the six people I can think of and they're all pitchers 
So what package do you see building for one of the Cardinals to target one of those guys? So what I would do, and I got a name on the list and, you didn't mention. And, okay. And and who would you target? There we go. So Otani so doesn't I, count. Everybody goes for Otani. Right. Yeah, that's, that's given. Um, I would go after Gilbert. I would go after Giolito. Ah, Giolito. And I would maybe, if the price was right, go get Lance Lynn for the end of the season. If if you think you can put enough – if you can get enough other pitching to fix what you need to fix just in the pitching side and you need just something else for depth, go get Lance Lynn. Because is he great? No. But he eats innings and he'll save he, you out of the bullpen. He, he has nice stuff too when he's on. Yeah, when he's on, he's good. Um, but he just – he hasn't been that consistent since his injury – um, what was it earlier this year, last year? So that would be one thing I would be hesitant on. But I, I would look at Lance Lynn. I would look at Giolito. I would look at Gilbert. I even would look at Bryce Miller. Um, I would go and try to get is as Bryce much available? Pitching. I saw a rumor out there that he might be. That's rude. He's only like a rookie, isn't he? I think they would expect some pull for that. Okay. Because I, 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 all that I've seen from him is great. Obviously, he gets blown up, but as a rookie, it's tough to pitch. But, but like from what from when games that he's dominating in, he looks great. So I don't, I don't. If he if he's available at a good price, go for it. But I don't. I would like that to happen. Now here, there's a trade I would like the Cardinals to try to make happen. What's up? And, it, and it'll never happen. But I would like them to try to go trade for Randy Orozarena and then try to re-sign him. I would love that. But Randy Orozarena would never sign with the Cardinals again. Do we know that? Hmm. I mean, yeah, like I'm just going based off of what Gallon said in the interview. He's grateful that he was traded because he didn't feel wanted in St. Louis when he was on the system. So when he found out he was traded, he was like, oh, this is a good thing. So, like, maybe Randy has that same exact mindset because what did we trade Randy for? A bag of balls. And then what did we trade uh, Adoldis Garcia with uh, for? Cash, I believe. Cash considerations. They, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that he would sign back personally. Well, um, I don't know. I would like to think he would, but no, like, but with Jordan Walker, that, Nolan Gorman on the roster, and he knows he's got good youth coming up, who's getting ready to rock and roll. He's got Arenado. He's got Goldschmidt. Like, I understand this year. It's not a year to go get traded to the Cardinals. But if you're looking at their team long-term, you need one more bat and you need two starting pitchers and a bullpen guy. You're four, you're four moves away, and you've got depth in the uh, organization to trade out. 
And you got a major contract you need to unload this offseason. Who's? We're going to get to that. Um, so, uh, so a guy that I don't want to trade, I think they're picking the wrong person to trade. I think it should be the other person. I don't want to trade DC. Who do you think they're, who do you think they're picking? They're, it's, it's between, it's between DC or, uh, O'Neal. O'Neal's getting traded, buddy. But but then but then the thing is why is he why did they say when he comes back he's going to be getting the reps out in the outfield and Dylan Carlson is the fourth outfielder shouldn't they're Dylan Carlson show, be- they're gonna they're showcasing him to show he can play for the back half of the season got it it's showcasing I, I was I was thinking that too um, I was thinking that as well I just wasn't sure if that was like a strategy that they were doing, but it does make sense if they, they do that. Have, man, because he's huh? been out on the, that's the only strategy play it is. That's the only thing it can be logically because he's been out for so long. He has problems with Marmol. Marmol's obviously not going anywhere. They got to unload him. Uh, you might as well unload him and get something for him because somebody will take a risk on him because of his bat and because he's a two-time gold glove outfielder. So if he can get healthy for the playoffs – and they can use him in the playoffs, he can help. So it's just a showcase and see if he can play ball. I I I, I put money on that. Uh, and I don't I don't think like the way that Dylan Carlson's been playing the outfield, his bat, I just think that he needs to drop lefty, personally. Um and when he does that, he'll just be good. I I I see I see more potential with him. I don't I don't want to trade him. Personally, I would see so unless it unless it was for like again last season. I wanted to trade him for Juan Soto. It's trades like that. Yeah, it would have to be for the right price. Like I wouldn't just dump Carlson right now just to dump him unless the value was just so high and I could get what I needed. Right. Um, I mean, so the only people that I don't want to see gone. Are Arenado, Walker, and I'm talking about who's on the current yeah 26 man roster. Herrera, um, Donovan, Edmund, Gorman, I would still take the risk on Newt, and I'd probably take one more year risk on Carlson. Other than that, I would say everybody else is tradable. I'm 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 so happy that you did that you didn't didn't say DeYoung. So you're still on the DeYoung trading. Oh, absolutely. I've been on that train for a minute. I'm too afraid that if he doesn't get traded, they'll do give him his option, and he'll stay. Because he knows yeah, that's he, what I'm worried he, about. Waste of money. You yeah, want to talk about no. waste of money? De Young. Uh, no, that's not the waste of money I'm talking about. He's a waste of money. He is, but that's not the waste of money I'm talking about. Who's a waste of money? Well, you, do you want to talk about it or not? 
Hang on. I want to add one more. I want to add one more thing on the uh, trade. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep that going actually. Uh, So, um, so what, what do you think needs to happen? Because the best, the best pitcher, again, I'm not counting Otani in this mix. um, That's available via trade is Aaron Nola right now, in my opinion. So I mean, I would trade for Nola and Gilbert. So, so, so the thing is, what what would you trade for Aaron Nola and Gilbert? Like, what do you think would work? What do you think Mo has to do for the Phillies and for the uh, Mariners to accept that trade? All right, so here's where it's going to get nasty. You're not going to like it. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm willing to I trade like Goldschmidt nasty. at that point. Say what? I like it nasty. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you do. Um, <laughs> I would give up Goldschmidt if one of them wanted – like if the Phillies said, we give us Goldschmidt, we'll give you Nola and do a baseball trade. I mean, I'm doing that all day long. Um, I would maybe give up to Goldschmidt and a mid-level prospect for Nola, like Jerpy. Like I'd give up Jerpy and Goldschmidt for Nola. That's, that's the tough part, though. I think – like I, I'm not saying that's outlandish, but it's not going to happen because the Cardinals won't trade Goldschmidt in that scenario. Even though the Phillies know that right Reese Rice Reese Hops uh, Hoskins is not going to sign back, he's going to get the bag somewhere else. Right. Um, and so, and so they would like to have Paul Goldschmidt on their team. It, who wouldn't? And so, I feel like the Phillies would have to give up more. I think. I think we're giving up Jerpy and then Goldschmidt for a pitcher. I feel like it should be the other way around where they offer up more players, like one or two players extra for Goldschmidt. Because the value on NOLA is not as high as the value on Goldschmidt. You have an MVP, and then you have a guy that received – Cy Young votes. So, when you're selling, you're selling, dude. No, and right, if- right. No, no, and I get that. A hundred percent, I get that. But I just feel like we're undervaluing a a down year, which is a plus year for most people, of Paul Goldschmidt. I think the better way to say it would be, I was, I would be overvaluing Noah. Oh yeah, you I think are. I'm on, you are. Yeah. I think I'm. I think I'm on point on Goldsmith. To be honest, I think I may be over overvaluing Nola, but Phillies. I don't know. Phillies are Phillies aren't even in playoff contention right now, are they? They aren't. I don't know. I gotta double check. This. This. See, this is what makes me. Sh- I have to think about this trade then. Or how far out of it are they? This is the question. Uh, I'm checking right now. Uh, no, National I- League. No, they're in right uh, now. They're in the wild card. Okay. Because because we beat Miami, they're in the wild card. Okay. <clears throat> so, I don't know. Are they really going to trade Nola since they're still in the playoff hunt? Yeah, because he didn't – they didn't agree to anything uh, during the offseason. He's their best pitcher on their team. And they know that they can get stuff out of him. 
And he's at, and he's actually having one of his down years, which is still a good season for most pitchers. It'd be a up. It would be an upgrade for us for sure. His down season is his down season still makes him an ace over in Philadelphia. But it's just. So yeah, I, I think you can make a baseball trade, man. Honestly, I think you can pull off a baseball trade, Goldsmith for Nola. Straight up. Yep. I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't be I, I I'm not a fan of trading Goldschmidt. Either am and I, but if I, it gets me Nola, and I know for a fact our front office wouldn't do anything like that because they'll say give us Harper as well. <laughs> they wouldn't go that deep. Give us Nick Castellanos. Give us oh, Nick God. Castellanos and give us Aaron Nola right now for Goldschmidt. They would never ask for Castellanos. They don't like him. I, I, I freaking love Cassianos. I can't stand that arrogant son of a gun. <laughs> uh, that, that's, what, that. that's what makes him fun. Uh, but um, so now Gilbert. Gilbert. Um, At that point, we can trade position players. Like, right. So, like their shortstop is weak. Defensively, I would, he is horrid. <laughs> I would go take Paul DeYoung off our hands. We'll give you your pick, Brendan Donovan or Tommy Edmond. And I'd call it that. I think I think that's fair too, because Gilbert brings you more value. The man's a stud. Um, and he's still young. If they need one more, I'd throw in Burleson. Cause I don't think I could get somebody to take DeYoung and O'Neill's contract at the same time. I I personally I personally th- well I think I think O'Neill would take the discount personally because he's closer to home. Wrong side. I thought he was over there. Thanks for Toronto. I, uh, I just remember playing against Seattle and then his family was there. Maybe he's from Vancouver. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. I thought it was from Toronto yeah. or I don't know. Uh, I'm just I'm just trying to go based off of memory, but um but DeYoung and has to get traded. We have to involve him in something. Um because when we trade him, Edmund and Donovan's are uh full time shortstop for the rest of the season. Unless we trade them, then we're pretty much forced to call up Mason Wynn and just give him reps. Or Donovan goes there. Or Don- oh yeah, second base, duh. That's uh, Nolan, Nolan Gorman, which he's starting to heat up a little bit. Do you think we're trading him? Nope. Okay. He ain't going nowhere. He is not. His defense, and this is this is me saying, information and things have changed from where I was at last year. Because somebody out there is going to try to roast So him. much better. Um, he has improved at a much quicker rate than I anticipated. His bat has improved. Improved to the point that I wanted to see it and and did it quicker than I thought he would too. But the defense is what's amazed me. Um, So there's no way I'm trading Nolan Gordon. Unless he's not happy and doesn't intend to stay and sign a long-term contract. That was a smart play when he got to – that was him that uh, got the force out at second and threw it home instantly, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe so. 
He had another nice play. play today across on the shortstop side defensively. Probably saved a double. Um, couldn't make the out. I think it was in the eighth inning. Uh, backhand stab across on the shortstop side of the second base. Did you see that Nolan play? Dude, I did get to see that. That was ridiculous. Bro. Sick. And it, it, looked, it looked like he barely threw it, though. And he threw it from the wrong foot, and he threw it falling away, and he still beat the runner of the bat. And it was right here, right at Goldie's chest. It was stupid. I mean, he is – Nolan Arenado will be a gold glove, pat, platinum, multi-time glove, Hall of Fame first ballot. He should be a first ballot Hall well, of Fame. I think, I think he's a guaranteed first ballot. I'm not going to say he's guaranteed, but I, I, I think he should be – First, if he first battle, maybe. he he has potential to. I think he's the greatest third base, third, not okay, greatest defensive third baseman ever. Mike Schmidt is probably the best de- offensive third baseman ever. That man was ridiculous, but defensively, he's the best one ever, in my opinion. But once he ba- once he passes Brooke Robinson and Gold Glove is over. Then, then there's no debate. Right now, there's a debate between Brooke Robinson and Nolan Arenado. Brooke Robinson right. was nice. That guy was nice. Didn't didn't have the greatest bat, but whoo, that glove. <laughs> it's like it's like Omar Vasquez uh, at shortstop. You know that he <laughs> wasn't gonna get it. He knew that you knew that he wasn't gonna get you those hits. But my God, nothing was gonna pass him in that out uh, in that. Uh, Enfield. Right. So, I mean, uh, so what, what, what other uh, trades? Like, we don't have to really trade for position players. That's the thing. Like, no position players needs to be upgraded. Like, it's weird because our offense has just been so good all season. It, I just don't get it personally. Well, I've got a couple more trades for you real quick. Yeah, hit me up. All right. Jack Flaherty to the Los Angeles Dodgers. For send their, him home. Send him home. And the Dodgers send us back their number one prospect, their number one pitching prospect, their number three pitching prospect, and their number four pitching prospect. I'd even take one and three for Jack Larry just to get rid of him and bolster the the, the minor league to get ready. Oh, I've um, got. I, sorry, keep going, keep going. I thought you were done. My fault. Keep going. And then I would trade Montgomery. There we go. For there was somebody else on the list you gave me. Uh, I said Aaron Nola. I said. Logan Gilbert, I said. Did I say I said Marco Gonzalez, right? Yeah, that wasn't the one I'm thinking of. Um, Tyler Glass now. Um, I could trade Montgomery for, or, yeah, I could trade Monty for Glass now, because we're looking at next season, anyways. That's literally um, a wash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you get a younger arm. You get a younger arm. So, I mean, that's a plus. There's another kid out there that I liked. 
What coast? I'm trying, I'm trying to remember. He was another kid from Seattle. Oh, Bob Bob uh, Miller. Oh yeah, Miller. I tried to get him. You're high on him. Don't know why. Bryce Miller is what his name was. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You're real. You're really high on him. I don't know why, man. I don't know why. There's the kid Tampa Bay who tore up his shoulder early in the season. Has been out all year too. Who I liked. Well, I can't remember his name. I had him in fantasy. And I can't remember his name because I haven't looked at him forever. <laughs> fantasy makes you fans of players because you have them yes. all season and stuff. So it's like it's like really easy to just be like. Springer, like my, I think is his name. Springs. Like my oh oh Jeffrey Springs. There you go. Yeah, he was eating. He was absolutely dominating. Then I never Tommy heard of the guy, but I would take the risk. Then Tommy I would John. totally take that risk. I mean, I mean, once you once you get Tommy John once, you typically don't get it again. I said and typically. I said typically. You could still get it. We we'll get Jacob Degrom, which sucks. I'm, it still bothers me that he's not playing, but um, so you wouldn't trade for any position players because there's no need to. I mean, I'd really? pro- I know I would go out. I would go out and look for a bullpen arm as well. Yeah, and I would go look for an. I would go look for an, my starting outfielder for next year. Bro, we have so many outfielders already. If we're not trading DC, if we're not trading DC and Tyler O'Neill. We have. I would trade DC and O'Neill to go get a, not premier, but uh, top tier. A really good. Yeah, I mean, somebody who's an an all star caliber. Not all star. He doesn't have to be an all star, but he's got to be in the all star conversation. Give me Cedric Mullins. Uh, There's no way we're going to get that, but I would take Cedric Mullins in in a heartbeat. he's, He's my favorite baseball player. That's not a Cardinal. MLB wide, freaking love that guy. I think he's like number three on my list overall. I'm gonna lose in fantasy this week, dude. I I've been losing all freaking season, so it's been well, tough. I'm number three in the league, but I'm gonna lose to the number two guy. No, at least you lose to the number two guy. So, any other trades before we move on, sir? Well, I need to do my other part before I get to my next trade. What's your other part? All right, so I want to I want to backtrack here just for a minute to set the scene because I wanted to do this a little earlier. No big deal. Well, first, well, well, first, let's get a word from Sea Geek. Go for it. All right, so I'm a baseball guy, and my goal is to actually see a game in every Major League Baseball stadium. Now, I'm more than a third of the way there, and I never buy from the team's websites. SeatGeek is my first stop whenever I'm heading to a new city for a ball game. Now, obviously, they've got some other sports as well as concert tickets, Broadway, comedy, I mean, you name it. And now for VSN listeners, they're actually offering you 20 bucks off your first ticket purchase. So just use the code VSN, that stands for Variety Sports Network. So that's VSN to save 20 bucks. So put that to use for some food or for some drinks at whatever event you are wanting to attend. Again, that code is VSN to save 20 bucks on your first SeatGeek purchase. Oh, how's that water? 
Fantastic. How's that water? I was hoping the sneeze was going to come out while he was doing the uh, ad read. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Bless you. So sorry. My apologies, everybody. Yes, oh, man. I can yeah, hear a whole stop, lot better now. Stop sneezing. That's yeah, rude. When you, got, you when you get allergies like I do, it just it's How dare you sneeze? Sneezing should not be allowed. You're grounded. Oh, it's, it's horrible. Sneezers are contagious. <laughs> Anyways. Sometimes they are. Yawning. Don't do that. Um, so I want to take you back. Who got called up recently for the Cardinals? Herrera. Like in the last 10 games. Oh, there you go, Mr. Herrera. And what's happened to the Cardinals since uh, Mr. Herrera came up and started catching on games? Hi, TB, uh, TBG. Sorry that you got sent to the wrong place. What were we saying? Sorry. Oh, no, it's all right. Um, <laughs> it's your favorite guy. I know. It's TBG. It's all good, man. Jimmy. So um, Herrera gets called up. Coincidentally, the Cardinals are 8-2 in their last 10. And this kid catches like he needed one more year of development in the minors last year it showed and maybe he needed the first half of this season but does he not look like a ready to go mlb catcher at a very 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 reasonable price tag okay okay don't don't say it's gonna happen no, I don't, want you say, I don't want you making that comparison. No, no, no. I'm not making any comparison like that. But oh, thank God. Okay. I, I was, um, was going to flame your ass if you started comparing comparing him to somebody else. There is nobody. Nobody will ever compare that to somebody else if we're talking about the same somebody else. I, I think we're thinking the same way. I thought you were about to say, oh, he's the – No. Like, what I am going to say, it looks like he went back in the offseason and, and throughout the early part of this season – and he watched a lot of film of a really, really great Hall of Fame catcher who, who in probably five or six years, he's going to be Hall of Fame. he's going to be unnamed. By the way, we're unnaming. He's going to remain unnamed for this podcast tonight. But let's let's have some fun. Let's not name the catchers. <clears throat> That's fine. That's fine. We'll, we'll know what we're talking. Oh no 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 no. We're going to name the next one because I got to I got to do what I got to do. Well, I just want to um, have fun. But Herrera obviously has done something to get his game in check. He's talked to somebody about the bat. He looks so much more confident at the plate. The swing looks better. The stance looks better. Okay, it looks funny, but it, it's it's suiting him better. That, and that's what's most important. Whatever stance Herrera, works. Yeah, I mean, I don't really care as long as you're making contact with the ball in, in a good way. And he's good and good, yeah. good exit velo right now. So Herrera's oh, put in the work. BS. Sorry. And he looks... It means the balls I, hit hard. I hate that stat. I'm sorry. Keep going. Okay. That's fine. You can hate it all you want. They put too uh, much weight into it. I'm not putting weight into it. I'm just saying it's amazing how fast the ball comes off of these some of these guys' bats and how slow off others. Like Luis Arias, Arias, however you say his name, the fantastic hitter. This is the Hold on. We're going to get there. We're, we're getting to that point. <laughs> Anyways, Luis, Luis Arrea is the, the best hitter in baseball right now, has the lowest exit velo of eligible batters. Wait, did you say the best hitter in baseball? The best ba- hitter in baseball right now, yeah. 
I said hitter, not home run hitter. I said hitter, like all around hitter, best average hitter. He um, um, hmm. Who's better? Rise. That's who I just said. He's the best pure hitter in baseball. Period. Okay, fine. right now you agree with me. Why are you? <laughs> You're then. Why did you just say he's the best hitter? Herrera is not the best hitter. No, I'm talking about Luis. I'm talking. I went back to exit or. Velo, oh, oh, my fault, velo. my fault. I'm sorry. Lu- I'm sorry. Luis Arias has the lowest contact or exit velocity. Arise, arise. You said it is arise. You said Urias, and that's the guy with the weird ass stance. At, uh, oh, I was in the Brewers. I, sh- I, I'm, I look at his name and I see A R R E A Z, and I'm thinking Arias, like Arias. Yeah, no, no. Do you know no, the guy I'm talking about that stands like this? Yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about Urias. U R I S. U R I S. Anyways, he's got the lowest exit velo off his bat. Single machine. <laughs> it, that, that's what it is. So you Who cares? Get on. Base. I understand the exit velo is not super important, but it's nice to see that he's making good hard contact. Anyways, right. I get it. He looks good at the plate. He's much better than the alternative behind the plate right now, or at least one of the alternatives behind the plate because we're carrying three catchers. So I would trade Wilson Contreras because you signed him to a bad contract. He's not going to be what you need. You don't need him at the DH. He can't play the outfield. He doesn't need to be at first. He's not quick enough to play at third. Besides, we have plenty of those guys around on the team. Gorman, who's a converted third baseman. Walker, who's a converted third baseman. Oh, Nolan Arenado, who's a Gold Glove Hall of Fame third baseman. So, if you can, dump Contreras. Let Herrera get the experience the rest of the season. And let Herrera and Kisner battle out in camp, which Herrera should win. And Kisner is a very serviceable backup who doesn't, who's fine with the role. You're not going mean, to get complaints out of Kisner. I'd be fine if I was making. I'd be fine if I was making hundreds of thousand dollars a year. <laughs> so yeah, I mean he's making money playing ball. So I'd, I'd be like trade Shoo. Wilson Contreras. <laughs> trade Wilson Contreras to a team who needs a bat because his bat's hot right now. His value is going to be up a little bit more. Trade Wilson Contreras. It was a bad signing. It didn't work out. We appreciate what he gave up the opportunity to play in the WBC this year. He is not the right guy for our organization. Trade him. Mm, Contreras, brother in Milwaukee. Uh, well, William Contreras isn't the greatest hitter, but and I, I, I'll stand by that. No, I don't disagree. I still, I'm still, I'm still a Contreras fan. I still think he is good i feel like it could be just a year because people have bad seasons players like christian yelich has had bad seasons and now he's playing good again look up his stats for last year who Contreras. yeah give me a second give me give me give me a second oh wait i want to stop you before you screw up i have a i have a I have a computer. Hang on. Because I was it two vehemently yeah. told that his stats are lining up very nearly identical to last year. Well, um, his uh, – I will say, I will say it's a massive upgrade on the hitting standpoint. We've never – we haven't had a hitting catcher as good as him in a long time. 
but he's not hitting any better than Yachty. Yes, I mean, he is. he's hitting like 228. Yachty was not a good offensive. Last season, wait. No, that's 2022. Hang on. 2022. So he's an average 254 hitter. Oh, yeah, that was last year. I'm sorry. Yeah, last year he was an all-star, 243. So he's a consistent, like, 254 hitter. Um, give me a second. Let's look at – I feel like we weigh this stat too heavy, but we, I, we have to talk about war. Um, give me a second. He had a 3.9 uh, war – uh, compared to a 1.3 this year, averages at about that doesn't seem right. Okay, I don't trust that that WAR number, but um, okay, yeah, I just I just looked at the stats from last year. Pretty comparable to this year. Yeah, like pretty. So he's not similar. having a down year. He's having a similar year to last year. He's thirty years old. Then why are we? Then why I'm are not we willing to risk? Then why are we attacking this man? He's underperforming oh, for on. the contract. On, give me a second. All right, I'm wor- I'm I'm working I'm working Streamyard too hard. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I need to so, exit. I mean, that's what I'm just saying. Things. Hang on. There we go. Just trade him. Let Herrera grow. Set up for next season. Go get the pitching you need. Go get the outfielder you need who's going to be a consistent. And and let's just get ready for 2024 because our division is very winnable. But the Cubs and the Reds are going to be competitive in the coming seasons. That just is what it is. It yeah, doesn't matter what um, Milwaukee's doing. The Reds and the Pirates – or the Reds and the Cubs are going to be competitive in coming seasons. We have to be ready for that. Right. Um. Yeah, the the well, it depends. I, the Reds, I'm still iffy on. I'm still a little iffy on the Reds because it's the Reds. They have a history of making dumb choices with their team. So I I'm still gonna. I think I think their young talent is crazy good. Ellie De La Cruz is so much fun to watch. Granted. I'm not saying he's overrated, but he's getting way too much love compared to like Gunnar Henderson, compared to Jordan Walker. Like he's doing good. Compare them side by side. They're pretty similar. Like he's yeah, he's just flashy. He's but he he's is very fun to watch. Flashy. He is so much fun to watch. I love watching him play. Huge fan of his. Um the Cubs. What they did this season, they were just they were just throwing up a team. They knew that they weren't going to be competitive this year. Yeah, but look uh, what's going to happen. They're going to get something for Cody Bellinger at the deadline. They may trade away. No, and, and and that was a genius signing because they and were I, like. And I said that at the beginning of the season. You did, you did, and you said if he plays to the level a better level than he has in the last two seasons, the Cubs are going to get a haul for it. And and they took that risk 
because 18 million for one year is not, is not cheap. No. Uh, and then for some reason, they don't want to sign Marcus Showman back. Don't get it. Um, it's fine. Let's go get him in the offseason. I, he wanted to come to St. Louis. He wanted go to come him. here. I'm go get so him. pissed. <sighs> Cardinals just That's my off season acquisition is Marcus Stroman. Were were you pissed off that we didn't sign him too? I was I wasn't pissed off until we signed Steven Matz instead of him. He wanted to come to St. Louis. Though. He even apologized to Cardinal fans. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh yeah, no. Um, and then they also have that cat, that shortstop. Wait, what position? I think he's outfield or shortstop. Can't remember. Pete, uh, Pete Crow Armstrong. They got him from the Mets. Yeah. I, I don't know about him. Oh, he's a stud. He's 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 one of my favorite prospects. And it what about Spencer Steer? Spencer Steer, he's good. I like Dude, him. Dude, he came out of nowhere. Right. Well, well, and then the thing is, is like, it's just just him. This is his rookie season. So, I mean, wait, is it his rookie season? I think so. Unfortunately, he's in the same rookie class as Corbin Carroll. Um, yeah. Because he would most definitely be in the race for rookie of the year, but it's a runaway for Carroll right now. But... Um, Oh, I would go trade trade for James Outman as well from the Dodgers. I'd get James Outman over. Why? What do you mean, why? Yeah, why? I I would take him and then use him in the trade package later. But who are we trading for him? Put put that in the Flaherty deal somewhere. So Orson Flaherty and Montgomery to the Dodgers and get all their pitching prospects. So so let's let's stop there. Is Dylan Carlson and Tyler O'Neill still on the team? No, they've gotten dumped somewhere. Okay. Just all right. Assuming they get dumped somewhere. Okay. Cause you we can't do that if we have them on our team. James Almond's fun to watch though too. And he's got but, some, he's got some potential. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so, what is the deal with us just never giving Gomez a chance? Because he's slow. That's my guess. I, I I honestly don't know. I mean, if we really do sell the deadline, they might as well call him up and let's see if he can actually hit the big league pitching. Right, and if right, he hit big right. league pitching, now you've got another bat on the bench next season. Like, all all he's – this poor man's just hitting bomb after bomb right now. The competition's obviously too little for him right now. Like, I just, I just find it unfair. Just give him a shot. His His – I don't want him playing outfield at all. No, he only can come up to DH. Like he would yeah. be somebody who's strictly DH. I do not want him playing in outfield. Juan Yepes needs to get dealt. We're not treating him right. Yeah, he needs a fresh start. And I love Juan Yepes. He's one of my favorites of the young guys. But he's fun to watch. He's being mistreated. There's a lot of mistreating happening. So, so here's the thing. So let's say 
the Cardinals do their voodoo magic like they somehow do make the playoffs as, as a wild card or win – no, not as a wild card. Win the division. That's the only way we're going to make it. We win the vi- division. We make the playoffs. And we lose in the first round. I'm sorry. I'm a Cardinals fan till I die. I don't want that to happen. Uh, for the main reason, uh, I just want front. I just I want management. I want a clean slate. Management, uh, front office. I want I want all of that clean. And if we made the playoffs. We are sadly at the point to where uh, if we make the playoffs, we are sadly at the point to where, oh, Ollie Marmol is a good head coach. I, I, it's a, there's a downside of making the playoffs. <laughs> this year there is. There's a huge downside of making it. It's a long shot, though, man. Don't even Let's not even talk about it because you're going to get my hopes up and I'm going to start thinking – because they've won eight of their last. No, the, the reason, the reason, the reason why I'm bringing it up is because the central is so winnable, even in the Cardinals' circumstance. In 2011, we were down ten games at the All Star break. Here we are again. And guess what we're doing now? We're ten down. Like, I again, I am not trying to say we're making the playoffs because I really don't want to. It sounds horrible to say. I, really, I, it sounds horrible. I don't want to make it because I want a clean management minus Willie McGee because everybody likes him. I would like a top ten pick. I would too. This is this They're is like this a top is ten pick the, and go get the best pitcher in next year. The best pitcher you can get is number ten. This is this is literally this is literally um, uh, San Antonio in ninety seven uh, ninety six uh, when David Robinson when their whole team was just hurt and they sucked and then they get Tim Duncan the next season everybody's healthy then they win the <laughs> win the finals <laughs> and they become a dynasty yeah maybe, a, maybe a I, huh a mini dynasty that was not a mini dynasty. Don't don't disrespect my Spurs like that. Oh no, I think it was one of my favorite teams that wasn't a Pacer team. But they were not many. It was how long were they top tier? Twenty years straight. No, was it they made the playoffs every single season of Tim Duncan's career? He has five rings each decade he played. Okay, he didn't. You just said that wrong, buddy. Okay. He has a ring in the 90s. He has a ring in the 2000s. He has a ring in the 2010s. Okay. I, I wasn't sure how far apart the rings were spread. So I was like, hold on. He didn't play for five decades. If you tr- <laughs> <laughs> like, he didn't play for 50 years. <laughs> like, that would be insane. He'd be the best player of all time. He's... <laughs> I mean, he's up there. Like, he's definitely up there. But uh, He's number six on my list. I say he's in my top ten. He's not my top five. So... But, uh, but no, that's not a mini dynasty at all. Okay, no, so it's not many. I, I was thinking they their run was a lot shorter than that. I thought it was like absolutely seven or eight not. Years absolutely not. Five or two rings. outside of that run. Five. Okay. 
but but no but no this is this is i i pray that this is a similar situation to that to where huh that'd be great where where there's a fluke year just like what happened in san antonio in 96 because david robinson broke his back and grant and this whole team that's playing now is underperforming because of lackluster pitching we upgrade that pitching with the young talent or trade pieces and then we start making the playoffs every year after that like come on <laughs> i'd be down for that like this like let's agree this is a fluke year oh i think it is this, this is this we're not a bad team this is a but fluke. it's the opportunity to make some changes that'll be better exactly. for us in the long term and and this has been this has been mulling for years. Oh yeah, years. We've always had an and older it, team, huh? We've always had an older team. This well, is an opportunity to have a younger team. And 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 the thing is, the thing is, it's not because of the age. This has been mulling for years because we see management not make moves that we need to make because they think they know everything. And when it works, we're like, it's working now. It's not going to sustain. This is the year it does not sustain. And it, again, sounds horrible as a Cardinal fan to say, it feels good to see it <laughs> because I like seeing Mo look like a jackass. Same. I'm a, I, it, again, it's, it, it sucks saying this, doesn't it, Josh? Yeah, I mean, it's not something I, I never condone tanking. I don't want them to tank, but oh no, no, we're not. Tanking. See, we've we've suffered so much this season that let's just let's have some good stuff happen to us, and let's have a better year next year. Right, and so Loki blessing in disguise. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if they continue this pace; they're going to make the playoffs. They win eighty percent of the rest of their games. They will make the playoffs again. If we make the playoffs, I will be. I, I'll watch. I won't be happy because I know Ollie's coming back, and I know Dusty Blake is coming back. Yeah, probably. They probably are, anyways. I never even heard of Dusty Blake. Either did I. <laughs> I had no idea who the dude was. I was like, what? I don't even know who our hitting coach is. I mean, I knew it was Marmol, but I had no idea who the other guys really had. I didn't know who Marmol was either. Oh, I knew who he was. I just seen him around forever. Yeah. Hell, he was a first base coach for a season or two. His Instagram so I saw page. his name all the time. He, he they they need to uh he needs to privatize his Instagram page. He hasn't been he hasn't made a post in a minute. And so, and so his comic section is brutal. <laughs> it's I don't it's, get on that stuff, so I don't know. It's I had to look it up. People are just every game we lose, you need to get fired. <laughs> See, I don't like it that people do that. I I think it's mean. not on their personal stuff. Like it's their, their personal, personal stuff. Like it's mean. 
They have lives, they have families, they are human beings just like the rest of us. Right. Yes, they make right. lots and lots of money and they are in the public eye, but when they're in the public eye, you can say whatever you want. I don't care. Yeah. Personal stuff alone. Right. Lord, they're human beings. He needs to delete it or privatize it. <laughs> One of the two. But um but no. Uh what 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 do you what do you think about the statements I just made? I want to hear what you said. I did a lot of talking. What do you, what what do you think? I mean, I, I basically agree. Like I said, like, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I want a top ten pick. I think this is a fluke year. I think this is an opportunity though to reset things, considering we are not set up for success in the future. Um, if we stay on the path we're on, it's only going to get worse, and it's going to be harder to fix. Let's fix it now while we can. We've got some assets. Some guys are playing well that we needed to play well. Let's go make the changes that need to be made. Like it, it, it's time. So, do you want to make the playoffs? Do I want to? I always want to make the playoffs. But no, this is like no, Josh. The one year where do I you want, want to make, make the playoffs? playoffs? Not this year. I, I, I was just saying that. <laughs> just saying that. I don't. No, I, this no. is the one year where I don't want them to make the playoffs. Because why? Because I want the draft pick. There's more that you want. And I want Marmol gone. There we go. And, and I want Mozilla gone, but Mozilla's not going to be gone because DeWitt already came out and said he's going to finish his contract. We need it. We need our president of operations to be that uh, uh, scout that drafted. For the uh, this year, have you heard him talk about these players? And bro, he sounds smart. <laughs> he 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 said he knows he knows uh, the prospect game very well. Well, that's his job. I I He's mean, right. However, you know who doesn't know their prospect job well. Well, you're not a scout, then I'm assuming they, you're saying Mosaic. They they sent they sent Jordan Walker down after he went 0 for eight two uh between two games after his hit streak went away. I know. I know. They Dude. don't they don't know what they're doing. They sent him down. It you know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because he came back and he's hitting. And he's not rookie of the year eligible. Where right. is he? No, he's, he's not. not anymore. It's freaking. He stupid. came up like he came up like four games late. Freaking that! That's some, that's some contract manipulation right there. Could be. I be honest that. with you though, I think he only got called up when he got called up because of all the injuries in the outfield. And they said, "Screw it, let's see what he can, what he can do." And he did well. Oh, and I'm gonna go. Stayed ever since. Oh, I'm gonna hit 13 straight games. A record that hasn't wait, was it 13? Yeah. I think it was 18 at one point. Oh, it was 18? Okay. A record that hasn't been broken since 1908. Well, oh, I, think he was I go 0 for four. Oh, you're not doing good enough. Sit down. Oh no. So the first streak was like 13 game streak. The second streak was 18. Oh, okay. Because he's like only the fourth rookie to do that, to have two multi or no, I think he's the third Cardinal player to have 
two or more 10-game hit streaks in their rookie season. Let me guess. Albert Pujols. Yep. Stan Musial. I believe Stan was the other one. Okay. I was my other guess was Roger. Been a good guess. All right, man. You got anything else? I mean, we're running up. We're getting. We're doing long tonight. Uh, I think we had a great discussion. I believe <laughs> you covered a lot of good topics. I know. Um, so next Wednesday night. We should be here. Same time, same place. Who knows what we'll be we'll, we'll probably be talking. It'll probably be straight trade talk next week, to be honest, unless some other yeah. big news happens. So just if you if you want to come hang out and talk trade talk, please come hang out. Um, we'll have a good time. It'll be a party. It'll be a thing. Uh, seventh inning stretch tomorrow night. Come check it out. We're going to be talking – Potential trades, and, and, and we're just talk about everything baseball, MLB, from uh, the All-Star break to where we're at right now, all the little changes, all the weird things that are going on. Uh, so hop in. Darren will be there. I think John from uh, Out of Your Falcon Mind is going to be there. The Saf Man may be there as well. So uh, that'll be tomorrow night at 8.15. Hop on over, get on the uh, BSN YouTube, and come hang out with us tomorrow night. And then, Jordan, do you have uh, IG going on anytime soon? Inglorious Batters. Oh, oh. I th- did you say IG? I said IGB. Oh, IGB. Got it. Um, so, Inglorious Batters, we've just been so busy recently. It's been hard to just keep up with things uh, because of our personal lives and everything. But we would like to have a show this week. We're going to see how that plays out. But when it comes down to me on this show, I've been – I have a lot I'm dealing with right now. Uh, currently working on studying for my investment, uh, my investment uh, certification. Um, and the studies have been quite a bit because right after the show, I'm going to study for a little bit before I go to bed. Um, and so um, hopefully when I pass it, it'll probably be, sometime in august let's say so that's the goal and i will uh be back on more regularly again so but i am gonna jump on here and there i promise josh that because he knows i can't go by myself for four or five weeks all all alone i'll go right. crazy right and then and, and you then guys I'll... don't want to see me by myself every week for an hour every night and, you know you, and, you know he wants that and Obviously, obviously, if I was not dealing with any of the uh, uh, testing or studying or anything, there'd be no issues. But I got, I got to get it. <laughs> hey, you're doing something to better your life and your family's life. We all support that. We will uh, keep you in our thoughts and well wishes while you're on your uh, educational hiatus. Yay. I'm having so much fun. I'm sure you are. Dude, you got to remember, I just did the same thing for in June. May and June. So, I, I feel you. Ugh, do what you got to do, buddy. Horrible. Horrible. And it's three tests, not just one. So, yeah, when I pass tests. one of them, and again, I, the next test, I'm hoping, because it's going to be similar to the one I'm t- studying for right now, uh, won't be as grueling, so I'll be able to do the podcast. So, I think we should be fine. 
Mm-hmm. And then the third test, I'm not touching a computer. I'm studying my ass off on that one. <laughs> it should be baseball's off season by then, so you should be. Good. Oh no, no, it'll be baseball off season. I'm planning on taking that in February. Cool. I, no, you gotta take it in like January, dude. Why? You gotta be around for when we talk about spring training. Oh, I'll be around for spring <laughs> training talk. I said the gold's February. I can easily take it beforehand if I'm like, you know what, I'm ready. So do it. Uh, be ready. So, well, it was a it was nice talking with you. It was a nice show. Uh, well, have yourself. Well, where's the outro at? Like, I don't. Huh. There it is. <laughs> What are you doing? And, and my and my baby's crying. Yeah, I need to go make Dang a you. bottle real quick. You done changed the background and the logo. Oh no, that's not. <laughs> what was that? Was that a fish? It looked like a fish. Okay, well, well, oh, outro. See you guys. <laughs> Hey, this is Brandon, CEO of the Variety Sports Network. Thank you again for watching tonight's show. Best way you can support us is by hitting that subscribe button, that like button, and hitting the notification so you don't miss out on the next show right here on the Variety Sports Network.